Welcome to the Transformed Maternity and Birth Podcast with me, Trista, your host. I am a mother, a wife, a doula, and women's health advocate. I am here to dive deep with you into pregnancy, birth, postpartum, women's health, and all things around being a mom. I'm passionate about educating women on their options, empowering you to love and know your body and getting to the root of the issues that we tend to put band-aids over. I cannot wait to get started with you. Let's do it. Wow, it's been quite a while since I've uploaded a new podcast episode. So this one came to me pretty organically. I was looking through some old notebooks trying to find a blank space so I could take some notes for my midwifery school that I'm doing. And I came across this note that I had created five tips for an unmedicated birth. And I was like reading it thinking, why haven't I shared this? Like, why have I held on to this? So I'm so glad that I found that. If I sound a little raspy, it's because my throat's been healing from a cold. So I apologize, but I wanted to get this out because I think it's just so good and I want everyone to be able to use these tips. So I will start by just kind of sharing with you um, a tiny bit of background about my first time being pregnant. So when I was first, when I was a first time mom preparing to give birth, I was getting a lot of different opinions on how I should go about this. On one end of my family, on one end, my family encouraged me to go unmedicated. And on the other, my doctor and my coworkers encouraged me to get an epidural. I had like, my aunt was amazing. She's like, I had unmedicated births. You can do it. Your body's amazing. My mom had unmedicated births, like all these things. Right. So I was like, yeah, I'm pumped. I can do this. But then the people that were going to be there for me when I gave birth, we're saying things like, you won't get a medal for doing this. I don't understand why people want to go through labor and not have an epidural. Um, it's your first time. You don't know what you're getting yourself into. Just get an epidural and you can go an unmedicated like another time, right? Like I was like, okay, like they obviously know what they're talking about. So I went with that. So um, yeah, I had no way of knowing the tools I needed or how to find them. So I wanted to do that for you. So I'm going to go over the five things that I wish I knew about preparing to have an unmedicated birth. So when you are um, preparing, you are doing it intentionally. You know why you're doing these things. You know why you're reading the books, why you're listening to the podcast episodes. You know why you're doing all these things, right? So these are some tangible steps that you can take. And that way you can have the birth that you are wanting to have as well. So the first thing that is helpful is your mindset. This is probably one of the most common ones that you hear, but that's kind of vague, right? You're like, okay, mindset. Yeah, I know I can do this. I got to believe I can do this, but it goes so much deeper than that, right? It truly is a game of how mindful you can be about what you want and why you want it. You have to know that deeper why. How can you come back to your why when you're in the intensity questioning what you made this choice for, right? Why did I choose to do this? Like, why did I choose to do this? And when you're in the throes of it, it can be hard to remember that. So it has to be a deep why that you truly understand. Um, Part of your mindset is peeling back the layers of programming and looking at the beliefs you have about birth and motherhood, then deciding which beliefs you want to keep and which ones you want to change. For example, 
um, you may have grown up in a household of women that have only had C-sections, right? So you've been told your whole life just to prepare for a C-section that the women in our family can't give birth naturally, et cetera, right? Or we have big babies and our hips are not that wide or whatever the belief is that you've been told. So because you've been told this, your subconscious either has has chosen to believe it or not. And if it's one that you chose to believe, then you'll have to really examine that fear or that belief and decide, do you really want to keep it? Is it helping you or do you want to change it? Another belief could be that birth is painful um, and that you're crazy if you don't want to get an epidural. So the biggest reason women get epidurals is because they're afraid of the pain. Now, if you're reading this or listening to this podcast episode, it's because you don't want to have an epidural, right? You're wanting to have an unmedicated birth or you're at least a little bit curious about it. So let me ask you this. How do you view pain and labor, right? Is it Lord Voldemort for you? Should you never say the word pain? Is pain helpful or hurtful? Are you wanting to avoid it at all senses of the word? Now I'm going to ask you, can you view pain as a messenger, as something purposeful with the intensity of labor? How can you continue even when you are in the deep intensity? What would help you through those moments? So imagine the most intense part of labor, whatever that is for you, and then imagine what you think could be helpful for you. And whatever that is, I want you to either research on it or communicate it or do both, right? Communicate it with your birth team, your partner, whoever's going to be there to help you and support you. So if we view pain as a messenger, it allows us to work with it. Maybe your back hurting during contractions will encourage you to change positions, which then allows your baby to rotate in a more optimal position to be born. When you have a healthy mindset around labor and birth, then you can view the natural rhythms of labor as normal and purposeful. Labor pain is not damaging. It will not hurt you. It is there for a reason. It is pushing your baby down. Um, Strong contractions means your body is healthy and it's responding perfectly to the hormones. Okay. So a quick story, which you can actually jump down. I think it's episode 36 or 38, um, but I'll, I'll link it below. But my friend, she was sharing with me her birth story. And she was sharing how during the intense contraction, she started to shift her words. So instead of saying, this hurts, I don't want to do this anymore. She started to say, thank you. Thank you. Every contraction. And it shifted her entire labor for her. She started to become excited. She started to shift that instead of being fearful of everyone and and tensing up around the contraction, she was thinking it and being excited for it. So that is another part of the mindset. Um, and then her daughter was born shortly after pretty amazing for her first time. So your mind is the most powerful thing. And it is something that you can decide to change at any moment. You just have to have the awareness and the tools to do so. All right, we're going to the second part. So the second thing that I would suggest if your goal is to have an unmedicated birth or labor is to educate yourself, which is kind of what you're doing right now. So good job. Um, when you know what is happening in your body and why it will allow you to understand what is happening and give you the confidence to trust that what you are experiencing is exactly perfect. Taking a birth class, whether that is in person or online, um, I just launched my hybrid birth class. So I have an online version and then I have an online and in-person version that is really cool. I'm really excited about that, but you can read about that, um, on my website. 
So I don't recommend taking a hospital birth class specifically because they are teaching you more so how to be a good patient than how to trust your body and how you're meant to do this. Um, watch videos. So the business of being born is kind of a baptism video, I believe, when you are kind of like jumping into the world of birth. It's kind of amazing. Orgasmic birth is also a really great one. Um, why not home? Um, yeah, there's a few others. So I want you to make sure they're from trusted resources that are people that actually trust birth, right? People that are wanting to empower women. Um, I don't also recommend reading what to expect when you're expecting. That's also very, uh, yeah, it's, it's not one I recommend. So I will link a book list that I have recommended books on there that you can read. Um, you can also read whatever books you want, obviously, but these are the ones that I really like and I'll link those below. Um, podcasts obviously are great. And if you're listening to this, then I would assume you like podcasts. So I'll also link my podcast link below. All right. The third thing I want to recommend doing if your goal is to have an unmedicated birth is to understand what options you have around birth and postpartum around your baby, all those things. So you maybe have heard the term informed consent. So consent means that you're agreeing agreeing, right? To whichever they suggest. So I like to instead say informed decision making, right? You're making decisions based on information that you have gathered. Um, when you understand the risks, the benefits, alternatives, and what your intuition is calling you to do, then informed decision making will allow you to trust yourself to know what you want and what you don't want. The other part of this is making sure that the team you choose is supportive of you and that they actually trust birth. Okay. This leads me to the fourth thing, support, choosing a supportive practitioner that completely, completely believes in your ability to give birth, right? They are not doubtful. They trust birth. They understand physiological birth. If you have an appointment and your provider makes you feel like your choice to go unmedicated is unnecessary or silly, or they make you feel stupid about it. Um, if they downplay birth, um, if they make you feel like your body will not go into labor on its own, like talking about inductions, just in case that's a red flag. I would highly suggest finding a new, per a new person to support you. Um, if you have to fight your provider the whole time you're in labor um, and you're relying on your support person to save you, that's also not going to help your experience. So women in la labor are highly susceptible to messages, to energy, all of those things. So be aware of who you're going to allow in your space. If you feel that you don't have... so. Um, a lot of people feel like they have to have their mom or their mother-in-law or their aunt or their grandma or whoever in the room with them. And I want to introduce the Awaken Power Through Education Birthing Confidence Hybrid course. So yes, that's a big long name, but it definitely incorporates all these things. So I have been teaching in-person in birth classes for a while now. And now that I'm starting midwifery, apprenticeship and I'm getting really busy there. I really want to be able to still offer birth classes. And so I thought, why not do a hybrid? So I've created an online birth class that is full of every single thing that I teach plus some, because now I can fit more in the time, right? Instead of doing four weeks, three hour classes, I can condense it all into easy, digestible, 10 to 15 minute birth class videos that you can watch on the go in your 
spare time on your lunch break on your way to and from work, whatever fits your schedule. And I will be teaching an in-person birth class every couple months for a whole day, which I'm so stoked about because as you get to learn all the fundamentals and all the lecturing part at home, you can come to the in-person class, get hands-on, do all the hands-on work and do the fun stuff. So I'm so, so excited to offer this. You can look at it at my website, tristabirdsell.com. It is something I've been so excited to share with you. So I hope that this finds you well and see you on at the class. Or if you have to have your grandma there or you feel like a friend of yours says, I just want to be there. I've never witnessed birth before. Really ask yourself, are they there for me or are they there for them? Okay. So if they really want to be there, but you feel like their energy might not be helpful, right? I've had some clients and birth class clients and doula clients think that they want their mother there um, or their sisters, but then as labor progresses or sorry, as pregnancy progresses, they realize, oh, like they're kind of actually an anxious person and I don't really want that energy. They're kind of, they're kind of scared of birth. So instead they give them different jobs to do, right? So maybe that could be making sure you have a hot meal after birth or that they're taking care of the other kids or the, or the pets, or they are going to come over after birth and they're going to make sure that your postpartum is really great, right? They're helping with dishes and laundry and cooking you meals and they can still support you, right? So hopefully that that will help kind of make them feel like they are still being helpful for you and know that you need to have boundaries around that. It's really, really important Um, because the energy in your space needs to be protected. If your partner doesn't trust birth, your body or is constantly bringing up the what ifs, like the fears, I highly, highly recommend that they take a birth class or read a book um, and that they join you when you're doing those things. Um, it's a really great connection point. It's a really great um, opportunity to find connection and build your communication skills when you guys can learn about birth together. Um, I've also had partners write down their fears and discuss them with their midwife or their OB. Um, that has been really helpful for them because when we are afraid of something, the antidote is to educate yourself about it. When you're able to explore the fears, it gives you more power back, right? Doulas are also a great option if you're able to have one. They're familiar with birth, right? They trust birth. They're able to help you and your partner notice red flags and how to navigate them so that you don't feel like you're going in the hospital or wherever with armor on. And it can really help. The fifth thing that I would recommend is to practice, okay? This is the last thing, is to practice. Learn how to tap into your inner strength, your inner voice, right? Get connected with your intuition. Meditations are really great. Affirmations, movement, and breath work. I have some meditations that I've recorded that it's on Insight Timer. It's the app Insight Timer. It's free. And just Google or just type in on the search bar Trista Birdzell and you'll find um, all the different ones that I've recorded. And you can try those out or you can just Google or you can just type. Why do I keep saying Google? Or you can just type in like pregnancy meditations in there and there you have a ton. Gentle Birth is also a great app. It's not free, but it has great ones in there. Um, yeah, so practice different labor and birth positions to give you muscle memory and be able to ha- um, be able to have an idea of what you like and what you don't like. Practicing these things also allows you to communicate to your partner 
on things that they can do to help you, right? It can be really overwhelming and hard to know how to support someone going through this, especially if you've never done it before. Um, so when you can anticipate what you might need, you can communicate those and that gives them some tools to work with. So practice breathing deeply as you go to the bathroom. This is a great way to familiarize yourself with the pushing breath, um, breathing deep into your belly and then exhale forcefully, kind of like you're blowing up a balloon. So the same forceful energy that it takes to blow up a balloon is the same energy that you breathe out when you're pushing. So going to poop (laughs) is a really great practice. So Although when I say pushing, I don't want you to use the same muscles as you used to poop. It's your vaginal muscles, but it's really close to this when you are pregnant. You can practice the whole breathing and allowing it to come out as you breathe. (laughs) Um, And then, um, yeah, so I can tell you and give you all the tools you need. However, it is up to you to practice these things. As a mom preparing to give birth, it can feel really, really overwhelming with all the shoulds that you should be doing. So I want to share with you that your body really, truly knows the way to get your baby earth side. It really does. It's very, very smart. The problem here lies in the disbelief. I have a helper today. Sorry. We have the problem lies in the disbelief, right? And the trust. We don't have that trust anymore. So if you are someone that has never seen an unmedicated birth or you're not sure how to move your body through labor or trust that it knows how to move through labor or you're not able to listen to your instincts, it can make it more challenging. The trust factor needs to be there with you. It needs to be there, right? It needs to be there with you, with your partner, with anybody in the birth space needs to be able to trust it. Okay. Um, so just take what you want, take what what resonates with you, and tr- and then trust that what gets absorbed is what you need, and let the rest go. Just like when you wash your hair, you can stand under under the water for like as long as you want, right? But no matter what, your hair will only absorb the amount of water that it can, letting the rest wash down the drain. This is not an exhaustive list. This is not an exhaustive. Um, like, right, a list that you can that pick from and then have this and then that be it, right? There's so much more to it. But this, I feel like, may be a great start to help you. So allow yourself to get curious about how you will be in labor. As someone that has seen many births, I will tell you that every single one of them has been super different. Everyone builds on their own way of coping. It changes throughout labor. You too will be able to do this. When you understand how you may cope in labor, whether that be roaring, swearing, breathing, smiling, singing, you can trust in yourself to get you through each moment. I believe in you. You've got this. If you need any additional support, I'm always here for you. Happy birthing. Thank you so much for being here. It really means so much to have you here. Thanks for listening all the way through to the end. I wanted to give a quick reminder that this podcast episode and past and future episodes should not be used for medical diagnosis or treatment, that you should still consult with your midwife, your medical provider, OBGYN, for all your medical needs, all your medical questions. Thank you so much again for being here, and I can't wait to have you here the next episode.